With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome to Remote Controlled, Variety's TV podcast. I'm Deborah Burnbaum. Every week, we'll bring you conversations with some of the best and brightest in television, working behind and in front of the camera. On today's episode, we're talking with Regina King, who is Emmy-nominated for her role in Seven Seconds, and her new series, Watchmen. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Deborah Birnbaum, and I'm here with Regina King. Hey, Deborah. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? I'm good. So first of all, congratulations on yet another Emmy nomination. Thank you very much. What does it mean to you? Um, I guess, you know, I guess in simplest terms that your peers are actually um, tuning in because it's really, there's a lot of content out there. So to know that people are finding the show, um, just on Netflix alone, there's a lot of content. Yes. So um, that feels good. It feels good. What was it about seven seconds that you think made it break out of the pack? Hmm. I guess just the relevance to what's going on right now, what's been going on. Um, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. I, I think that just that title, seven seconds, you can't help but be curious. And I, and I, I, I know that... Um, Whenever you're a Netflix subscriber, it just kind of has these algorithms that's watching what you watch. So perhaps a lot of people have uh, subject matter that's um, that's sensitive in their queue. So we popped up, I guess. <laughs> But it's also, I mean, I think you have to give yourself a little credit. You also give a pretty powerful performance. Oh, well, thank you. It's some powerful stuff we're dealing with. Yeah, I mean, I think the entire cast, not I think, I know all of us just really wanted to make sure that we were part of the most honest storytelling that um, we could tell as an actor, our part in it. And I, I think... Uh, I really I feel like this cast stepped up to the plate. Um, we've seen stories about police shootings before, but this took a look at it from a different perspective. Was that something that was important to you when you signed on for it? Yeah. I mean, th there were two things that I, I felt like stood out to me as different. One, that the it's um, when you hear police violence, we normally think shooting. And the violence is bigger than that because it's the systemic things that go on after um, what, whether it's a child being shot or in this case a cover-up and um, how that um, that ripple affects everyone um, so I thought Vina's decision to do it through um, 
of someone making a decision at the last minute that could have perhaps resulted in um, my child never dying if a different choice was made was just uh, not just um, an examination on police violence, but just the human uh, psyche, like the how our lives are forever changed in seven seconds. I know you're a mother yourself. How did that impact what you brought to the part? It is tough, you know. It's 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 a fear that um, I think black parents have, especially of sons um, going out, becoming teenagers. Um, you can't have your eye on them or protect them all the time, and you hope that they never find themselves in a circumstance that they won't be coming home or um, coming home feeling um, less than, not as uh, um, I think that every child should feel like they the world is available to them and there's a certain time a certain moment even now that a child of color is aware that I've got more obstacles um and then not that it makes uh like when I have to think about my son Ian not that it makes him not want to um work hard and, 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 and try to obtain his dreams. But I just think it's just unfortunate that that is a reality that you know that. You know that as a black person or a person, I keep saying person of color because black people aren't the only ones that um, are, 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 we, that are affected personally. You know, I think this is an American problem. I don't think this is just a people of color problem. It is an American problem. And until America um, is honest about it and, and wants to have conversations across the line about it, which means some really painful conversations, um, this beautiful country that we love and that we're so honored to be in um, cannot keep that title of home of the free, land of the brave, without having, without owning the past. Right. Do you think... And the present. <laughs> very much the present. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's mm -hmm. it. I mean, which is where I was going to go. Do you think that there's a role for television to change hearts and minds so that we can have that conversation about what's going on right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if you just think about it, just um, growing up, if you were a person that was allowed to watch television, how often was it that you've watched something and you were like, oh, I want to be like that, or I want to do that, or oh, I've never seen that before. I didn't know that was, that even existed. You know, so many of us have discovered something from storytelling um, on TV. Uh, some people aren't um, financially able to go to the movies. You know, the TV is, is right there. It's entertainment there. So I do feel like uh, that television does that. It's always done that. 
And the more diverse stories we tell, the more layered stories we tell, the more complicated stories we tell, um, the more opportunities we have to present different perspectives to others. And, and representation very much matters, so it very much matters who you're seeing on the screen telling those stories. Absolutely. Um, I think um, it's unfair when when people aren't a part of telling their own stories, a certain group of people. Um, and I'm and I'm not I'm I'm saying whether it's whoever that group is, you know. Um, I you know just recently with the Jungle Cruise that recent that story just dropped where um, it's not a gay man that's playing a gay man. So an opportunity for a talented gay actor to actually play him. <laughs> um, that. I don't, I don't know if taken away is the right word but or right phrase, but it's unfortunate. Do you think that that's changed right now? Do you think we're, we're changing those kinds of conversations so that there's more open-mindedness when it comes to casting? Um, here's the thing. I would like to say yes, but then that, that recent headline just came out, and just when you think you're, 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 there's some forward motion, you realize that, oh, my God, well, have we, I guess we haven't advanced, um, especially in this industry when the um, LBGTQ plus community is so big in, within our industry, mm -hmm. you would think that surely that couldn't happen. But yes, the history says surely it can. Um, but I guess I, 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 I try to remain optimistic. Um, I'm glad that um, there are the conversation is not dying and um, even with all of the deflectors that pop up to distract us from all of the things that are um, necessary to continue to talk about I, I feel very confident especially the younger generation um how beautifully they are um, expressing how they feel without their passion being squelched in any way. Like they, they, I remember being more angry and not being able to articulate what it was that I was feeling. Whereas I feel like this generation is, they, they have anger, but their passion um, allows them to be heard and not, mm -hmm to speak loudly but not shout at and um and not be dismissed i mean look at and the not be yeah look at the parkland students yes i mean that's been tremendous the impact tremendous that, the impact that they've been able to and have. they haven't stopped no that's a that that gives me hope mm -hmm. i'm optimistic i mean i know we were just talking about casting but also what about behind the screen with different kinds of storytellers i know you've been directing too you know how important is that so that you're seeing a greater kind of representation, a truer story being told. Um, it is very important just for that reason, because a truer story is being told when it's being told from the person who's had that experience. Um, when even 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 when it's um, 
not necessarily the like take for example um scandal we would i wouldn't say that shonda's had the experience of olivia pope um or even judy smith who was loosely based around but because it's coming from a, a woman's perspective um it just it's a different perspective that not one that we are so used to seeing i think um uh we realize how much we needed to hear a voice like Shonda's. Mm -hmm. um, Issa Rae, for example, just utilizing the outlet of, of, of the internet, web series, and turning it into what she has now with uh, Insecure and just watching her navigate that and being so young, but navigating that so elegantly and... Um, so powerfully and is powerfully a word? No, in such a powerful way, but um, she is having so much fun while doing it and, and, and it's created this space for so many others to come in and be part of this, this energy mm -hmm. um, just says that different voices telling the story is necessary. It's amazing how many times we need to keep learning the same lesson. I mean, look at the success of Crazy Rich Asians this weekend. And it's like, it's so wonderful. Yeah. It's, but it's like, you know, reading the headlines and you're like, well, didn't we learn this already? Why oh, are yeah. we still having this conversation? But Because we're not having the conversation. That's the thing. And, and that's, that's what's kind of um, frustrating with sometimes with social media because you know, we, we're spurting out just these statements. We're not really having a conversation. And then when you get what people call the trolls, and and you and, and and I see sometimes people get into a back and forth. It's usually not productive, and usually that troll is really specifically for that to agitate. Right. And um, um, I think the they're they're starting to actually be conversations now and also you know the lifespan of an executive is only like a couple years so maybe <laughs> maybe the, the it was learned when the last uh group of execs were in so we've got to retrain this next group <laughs> but do you think executives are more open now do you think they're paying attention to what's happening in culture i think they have to be i think they have to be um because uh I think because they, they have to be, they have to be because of examples like Crazy Rich Asians. Like, like you said, it's kind of like, huh? Well, yeah, there there are a lot of people out there that just want to see a love story and don't care about um, what culture or creed. There are a lot of people out there that want to see a love story specifically with an Asian cast because guess what? I don't get to see that. Um, well, there's a lot of people out there who want to learn about another culture because all they know about is their own. Um, th that exists. And moments like this weekend, this box office, is a reminder uh, for executives as they move forward. All of these little um, gems having success. I mean, right. this year has been you know, one example after another, going back to Black Panther. I mean, yeah. It's just... Is that something you look for when you decide what project you're going to take on? Honestly, I look for what's interesting to me. You know, it's it's not really 
um, about, oh, this is going to be a blockbuster or this is going to be uh, something everybody wants to see. My assumption is, just as a human being, if I'm interested in it, I'm not the only one that's interested. I, I, I'm, I, I, I kind of believe that. That seems fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so what makes you sign on for a project, either in front of or behind the camera? Um, there, there, there could be a lot of variables, from location <laughs> to um, um, just... Uh, It's a subject matter. You first and foremost starts with subject matter, but um, for me, uh, feeling like I can be part of a collaborative uh, environment, and usually I've been lucky to have had that with um, quite a few creators, and um, that excites me because I know that they are approaching the whole the entire process as a as a collaboration across the board not just between me and them but across the board and and they understand that it's not a even though it may say a film by such and such or created by such and such when that um creator understands that it cannot come to life, the, the, the air, the breath that comes into this project is because of all of these people involved, and that's exciting to me. So I've been really lucky to be, to collaborate with some pretty talented individuals. So speaking of collaborations, your pilot just got picked up to series. Congrats did, on Watchmen. It did, it did. Very, very exciting. Um... Yes, we are all excited. We've had the texts that go uh, that that have gone around with all the emojis and 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 just I think breathing, exhaling finally because we all felt like this was something special. But until you actually get the go, even though they may say, "Oh, it's picked up straight to series," not until it's picked up to series. <laughs> So not we until were you're on set filming. Yeah, yeah. Not until you have an actual um, email from HBO saying where go. <laughs> what can you reveal about it? I'm guessing nothing. But nothing. I cannot reveal anything. Um, I wish that I could. I think I need to sit down with Damon to find out. Okay, tell me what I can and can't <laughs> say because golly, this is tough. Um, but. Uh, what could I say? Just I'm just super excited to be in this this space, this world that Damon has created from existing material, of course, but that he's kind of picked it up where um, where where it's left off, I guess, in the comic book. I have never read the comic book series, uh, but just really excited that he's created this space for all of these different characters to, to to live and breathe and think together. And some of the things that you think um, are, you will discover are not. Or some things that you think are not, you will discover perhaps they are. And um, in true Damon fashion, I'm sure I will be guessing from 
script to script. <laughs> <laughs> what can you reveal about your character? Hmm. That um, I have to eat my Wheaties because it's a <laughs> it's a lot of physical Good. stuff for me to do. That was at the month that we shot the pilot. I think I, I lost. I don't know, like five or six pounds because wow. of the um, costume that I'm wearing. I, I don't think I'm revealing. I think people assume that I'm going to be wearing, somebody's going to be wearing a costume. Yes, there will be yeah. costume. It's a comic book. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I'll, I'll get in trouble there. But, you know, running in that heat and doing things in Atlanta, whew, yeah. So um, hats off to all of those women out there who have been wearing these costumes. I can, I bet, uh, is it Gal, Gal Gardot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, she loved having on the Wonder Woman costume <laughs> in comparison to, <laughs> you know, I, I mean. I feel like there should be a therapy group. Oh, you. my gosh, yeah. I w- did the um, Comic-Con women who kick mm-hmm. ass and sitting with next to, Chloe Bennett and she, you know, we we swapped a couple like stories and you know, her costume I guess it's changed over the years so often but um I hope like with her we get to have many years where um I'll get to make some adjustments because of the discoveries that you make throughout the season. We've already I think we'll be making some adjustments from the pilot but if they could put like an air conditioner inside there. <laughs> that would be awesome. But they have these cooling vests that actually truly do cool, and they are necessary. So I'm glad to hear you talking about doing more than one season of this. Is this you see this as a long-term project for you? Um, I, I can all see... All things in success. Yes, of all things in success. I can see myself doing this for, you know, a few years. You know, I... I Look, I feel grateful to be this close to 50 and still being able to run and hop over stuff. That is, thank you. Thank you, parents, for the genes, for the DNA that allows my knees to still work well and not crack. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I I hopefully I won't have to be... um, sitting on the uh, sidelines in between takes with ice on every part of my body. Uh, so as long as that's not happening, I can see, you know, a couple more years. And and also because Damon, the way he writes is like, I know that the character will continue to have heart. I know all of the characters will because that's what Damon, he roots everything in truth, even when it's an alternate uh, world or, or a... Or a um, Something that there's no way that can happen. He's always making you think, mm-hmm. and that's what's really exciting to me. That she's that this character is not just going to be um, entertaining you to see what uh, cool things physically she can do, uh, but she is a actual decision maker and 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 layered individual. What does it mean to you to work with Damon again? You know, Deborah, I've got to say my heart kind of just like 
skipped a beat when I first got the call. And um, in, again, everything is so top speed secret. Could not email the script. They had to hand deliver it to me. Wow. And inside, Damon wrote a note that just, I mean, if I, I still have the note sitting up. Um, if I had any type of uh, confidence issues, that note would have just healed them all. What did it say? It basically said that he had always seen as he was writing this um, character that he always saw me as this character and could not think of a better woman to lead this and let's and I'm paraphrasing it was much longer so I hope you see um, this and, and, and enjoy this as much as I did writing it and let's do this and then there was like a page that had another note that was folded in a real particular way and he wrote it on there mind you Damon Lindelof writes the best emails ever so this is a written note wow. so it's even better you know Frame it. um and he said don't open until you get to this page no cheating Regina <laughs> that's almost like open now exactly. that's like and um so I uh I did not and when I got to that page and I understand why he didn't I opened it and it was a picture um of me that was drawn of what he saw as a character and I just like my eyes welled up with tears like wow like to talk about having someone that has um has your back and and really um I feel like Damon and I um like knew each other in another life or something you know um just just made my heart smile yeah you've definitely gotten to work with some incredible creators oh my gosh John Ridley, Damon Lindelof, Venus Sood, and that's just TV, you know. Uh, John Wells, Chris Chulak, um, again, that's just TV. And then Taylor Hafford, T Tony Scott, John Singleton. I mean, geez, I, I feel really blessed, really blessed. And I've learned so much from every single one of them. And every single one of them I still talk to to this day. And um, That speaks volumes. Yeah, I feel lucky. I feel really lucky. Do you think your experience as an actor makes you a better director? Absolutely, and vice versa. I think that one informs and improves the other. Um, I think um, I think I'm just more sensitive when it comes to in both places now, because I've experienced both. And and if, and and now in my directing career, I can say I've I've experienced it in a deep way, opposed to I've done it once or twice. What do you think it's going to take to get more women behind the camera? Um, just more uh, opportunities, uh, more uh, people um, wanting to give women a shot, um, more uh, more um, women that are getting... It's, it's interesting because if a woman doesn't do a good job, it 
kind of other women have to suffer. But I've seen... We tried a woman once and it didn't work it out. It didn't work out. Yeah. yeah. We tried a man once and it didn't work well, out. <laughs> imagine that. Yeah. If you tried something once and it didn't work out and so you just stopped doing it again, we would not... We wouldn't be sitting here right now. So um, I think every time um, you and I or a sit setting like this um, happens that that question should be asked, that we should talk about that, um, how much we've um, learned from other women in our, that, that, that we're specifically talking about directors that, that uh, have done a great job and, you know, like the Nicole Cassells out there, you know, the first time I worked with her and, um, not knowing what she was gonna be like, and by day two was like, can I shadow her? Like I was coming to set on days that I wasn't working on American Crime to just watch how she how she rolled because everybody has a different style, and I feel like you can learn things from everyone. Um, but it went back to your question, just um, shining a light on jobs that are well done, you know, and. You know, uh, so that those names become um, household names like male television directors. I think that's what will help us have more of us behind the camera. Um, yeah, and just what like Ava DuVernay is doing with Queen Sugar. Mm -hmm. um, that's a risky thing for her to do. Um, she could easily uh, making a decision to have female directors only um, could result in someone trying to blackball her you know out of oh well, she only hires uh, female directors so why should we hire her no she's just creating opportunities that just don't exist for um, female directors so more 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 light to those things I think um, will create will change the numbers will change the percentage do you think because of the year that we've been through the headlines that we've seen that there's more openness that there's going to be more opportunity are, you, are we going to see real change you know, I hope so. I don't think it's going to be like a huge jump. I don't think it's going to be, you know, like when, when the cell phone went to being a camera phone. I don't think you're going to get everybody running out to do that that quick. But um, I, I do I do think that... Uh, my generation will witness the change. I am optimistic. I don't feel like it'll be my grandkids' kids or my grandkids. I think, um, especially when I sit down and, and hear my son and his peers talking, his, um, his friends that are young women and just their, their tenacity and, and their drive. Um, I feel confident that we will see it 
and it won't just be in small increments. Now, I may be old, but you can still I, run I, and I jump still, right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, but, but I, 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 I'm confident that we'll see it. I have to believe that. Absolutely. So we're in, just silly question, we're living in an era of reboots and revivals at every show. It's coming back. Just yes, to get yes. Is there yes. any role you've played that you'd want to revisit? Um, Lydia from Southland. I would, in a heartbeat, if HBO would let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> there have been rumors flying out around there that there would be a Southland reboot. Is oh there any truth? Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, I tell you, whenever we run into each other, we talk about it all the time. And I won't say no. I won't say no. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's been thank a pleasure you, as always. Thank you, always. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's show. We'll be back next time with another great episode. We'll be talking about Mayans MC, the spinoff to Sons of Anarchy, and season two of Ozark. And if you like the show, I'd appreciate it if you could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Let us know, too, who you want to hear from. What stars and producers should we invite on the show? Email us at podcasts at variety.com. See you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.